Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, my name's Jack, and this is my next podcast. Hope everybody's doing okay. Um, returning listeners, thank you so much. I get a lot of support and love from you guys, and I am totally, totally grateful. I count it all a blessing, as I say each and every time. Uh, don't forget to hit that support button, right? Anything you feel led to contribute, I do count it all a blessing. Um, whatever it is that uh, I feel like I, I use the concept of God, right? You know, guys, I've been uh, talking about it for a minute now. I am a guy of faith. I do believe in God, right? And so I feel like whatever he puts on your heart to contribute to this podcast is a blessing. And I am always, always totally, totally grateful. I hope this podcast finds you having a good day or have had a good day. I never know when it is that you pull it up, you know, at your convenience uh, to listen to what I what I have to share. Uh, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you give me time in your day. Uh, don't forget to hit that message button. Start a conversation or share some insight. Maybe on a topic um, that I've discussed, you have uh, a different point of view or your own experience that you'd like to share. Feel free to do so, right? Feel free to do so. I love it when we're able to do that. And those of you that have, thanks for the comments. I absolutely enjoy seeing them. Um, it really gives me some more insight too, right? You know, I don't profess to be a know-it-all. I'm not any sort of spiritual guru. Um, if you're new to this podcast, I just simply share what my own experience, strength, and hope is. Um, from a couple of angles, work my work professional angle, right? I've worked as a recovery support specialist, and I've worked in as an, addiction, an addictions counselor, uh, and I've got my own personal struggles, right? Some of you know that I've dealt with depression, anxiety, anger issues, um, and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, if, if there's something that you can um, share with me, you know, I love to keep learning. I love to keep learning. And so I'm going to stick with this topic on Christianity. I've shared a few podcasts now uh, with that in the topic and, and shared different arenas um, and where being Christian and having to deal with things um, can, be a, can come across as a little difficult. I guess it doesn't necessarily need to be any more difficult than it is for anyone else. I think people sometimes have expectations about Christians, right? We're supposed to handle it differently. Um, and I, I agree. I think um, sometimes we do let our flesh get in the way and we don't handle things um, appropriately. But that could be anybody, whether you consider yourself Christian or not. When unexpected stressors come at us, we all, all of us, tend to handle it differently and not always in a positive manner, right? I try my best um, when stressors come my way. I try to remember to lean on my faith, and I really do try not to lash out at people, which I've done pretty good. I've done really good. I feel like I've been in recovery from my issues um, for 20 years. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't still struggle. 
right? Again, I'm not perfect. I do still struggle, and there are times where I can I can feel myself become are uh, becoming a little irritable, and so I need to intervene at that moment. Not wait till I'm super angry, or not wait till my depression has really begun to settle in, or not allow my anxiety um, to settle in and create panic. I have to do my own early interventions. All right, and for me that does include prayer. All right. That does include prayer. So, let's get rolling. What I want to talk about are some struggles that maybe seem to stick out more for Christians. Just an assumption of mine. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Um, if you don't consider yourself a Christian and still see how some of these things stick out for you in your life, um, then good. I've made a point um, uh, uh, or made a way of pointing things out that maybe you need to consider um, getting some help with so some things that may stick out for Christians I wouldn't say that they are actually specific to Christians as I just said except for the fact that people expect Christians to respond differently to certain stressors and expect for Christians to be able to behave in a manner um, that's more than stellar right we're supposed to act in a stellar manner all the time and all may be an exaggeration but sometimes for us that's how it feels people expect us to take the high road every time i think some people profess their christianity then forget that they are human first the fault christianity they fault christianity for being um at the fault right and it's not always that way some people do tend to even consider um, the Christian to be the one at fault so which is it is it the person the Christian or Christianity as a whole I personally think that it is just that one individual the next person who considers themselves Christians may not act the same way to the same stressor right they may not act the same way to even the same stressor you'll hear things like I thought you were a Christian you see there I, I it doesn't work I've heard those things that theory is completely distorted because you're blaming what you're seeing the Christian person doing as far as responses to stressors over exaggeration whatever it is they're doing you also are forgetting they're human first so you can't see someone allow themselves to get angry and start you know road raging we'll go with road raging because <laughs> I see that a lot right and you can't just blame that on Christianity not all Christians respond the same way I know this man, he's in his mid-60s, he does profess to be Christian and that he has been saved. I don't know, maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. It's not my place to judge whether or not this particular person that I'm referring to is saved, is Christian. That's between him and God on another day. But I can describe 
what I see on the outside. He's an ugly person inside. He's mean, condescending, arrogant, very stuck in his 1970s mentality. Not that there's anything wrong with being a conservative person. I consider myself to be somewhat conservative too. But when you can't grow a little bit with the times, and from what I see, refuses to budge on some of his beliefs, it is not my first thought to blame Christianity on this guy. Again, claims to be Christian. He's in his mid-60s. It's not my place to judge. Not my place to judge. Right? Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. Again, that's between him and God on another day. But I can't blame his personality on Christianity. A lot of people would first judge Christianity because of his character defects. But let me tell you, that is so wrong. Being a Christian doesn't have anything to do with personality. Anybody can say they're a Christian. Again, whether it's true in their heart or not, it's between them and God on another day. You see, becoming a Christian is supposed to soften one's heart and change that person from within. Some people are just so stubborn that they refuse to change. That has nothing to do with Christianity. But we get blamed for that. Or we get accused of it being fake um, because of our character defects that we choose not to change or grow from. You can't always blame Christianity. This guy is just stubborn and refuses to change. That is not a Christianity or Christian's thing. That is this individual person's issue. That's my point. If a person becomes angry and lashes out at others, in some cases people overlook it, chalk it up to just having a bad day. But if people know that you consider yourself to be a Christian, then they can be, see, being a Christian doesn't work. They're so fake. I hear that. I hear that. It's so strange that if nobody ever talks about being Christian or no one knows that you're involved in church or don't see you as a faith-based person, then somehow those behaviors are okay. Oh, he's just having a bad day. He doesn't always cuss cuss his co-workers out like that. He's just having a bad day. But let someone who co-workers know consider themselves to be Christian. They talk about church. They talk about spirituality and Bible verses, one verse after another. Let them have a bad day and act out in anger and the rules change. See, that Christianity stuff don't work. But it's not Christianity's fault. This person was human first. This person has their own thoughts, feelings, and, and emotions first. You can't blame Christianity. You can't. 
But if people know that you consider yourself to be Christian, then it's a different point of view. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't believe that as Christians we should hold ourselves to a higher standard. But to expect that we won't mess up, or I do believe, actually, um, I do believe that we should hold ourselves to a higher standard. But that falls on us as individuals, not just because someone has that same point of view and thinks that just because you're a Christian, you should be better. Hmm, that's tough, right? That's tough. Because there's a fine line there. Should other people feel like we should hold ourselves to a higher standard? No, it's none of their business. But as a Christian, should you feel like you should hold yourself to a higher standard? Yes. I do believe so. At least I try to. I try to hold myself to a higher standard. I want people to see that I'm a changed person. Right? To expect that we won't mess up, though, like any other human being, is unrealistic. The fact that this guy I'm talking about is mean, even to his family, a little racist and entitled, has nothing to do with being Christian. Just because he's all of those things doesn't mean he's either Christian or not Christian. He is human first, and he has human flaws actually as a strong relationship um, with God is what should be the foundation for seeing the errors in yourself and working towards change that's what that's about as you grow in your relationship with God and your faith grows you should be able to see those negative things in yourself you yourself should hold yourself accountable and try to work towards change that's the whole idea the whole reason for why jesus wants a relationship with us the bible talks about becoming a new creation and how his ways are better than ours that's when we drop the spiritual ball i think as people as humans that's where we drop the spiritual ball when we won't let go of our old ways that's on you, not on God. If you don't consider yourself Christian, but you like to judge Christians, know that that's not on Christianity. That's on the person. That's on the person. Right? Everybody knows in a big bundle of apples, there's always one bad one. And you can't blame the other apples. The Bible talks about becoming a new creation. If you don't see your own flaws and can't make those changes... That is not on Christianity. People aren't hateful because they're Christian. They're not super nice people because they're Christian. I think it helps. But these people can sometimes probably would have been nice people anyway. They are Christians that just seem to not be able to, or at least not willing to be working on, letting their own hurts go. Sometimes what you're seeing is the evidence of history. Even though someone becomes a Christian doesn't mean the abuses they have felt as a child, 
or as a teenager, uh, as an abused husband or wife, right? Doesn't change that those things still have an impact. Maybe as a Christian, you're trying to work through getting past those things and healing from them, but that also takes time and work. It's not like you say, you know what, this morning I'm declaring myself Christian and that everything goes away in that moment. You still have to work through those the history of the hurts that you've gone through in life. So sometimes what you see is the manifestation of those hurts making this person irritable, discontented, ugly, ornery, maybe even full-blown mean or angry. But it's not the fact that he's Christian that should be blamed on that. Shouldn't be that way. This guy I've talked about or mentioned is hurting too. He may be ugly to his family and ugly to people around him. And he probably isn't mad enough to tell you that he's hurting, but he's hurting. Yeah, he's still very stubborn and entitled, but hurting nonetheless. You see, once um, once the change, the change is serious, and it should happen. You have to be able to go through some uncomfortable situations for the change to happen. It is stepping out of your comfort zone. Nobody wants to talk about all those old hurts or all of their all of their own mistakes nobody really wants to bring that to the surface but that's what manifests change and starts the healing admitting that we are wrong is hard but like this guy he won't acknowledge his errors and he is mad that no one will conform to his thinking that is an interpersonal spiritual battle. Yeah, again, that is an interpersonal spiritual battle he'll have to work through on his own. But it has nothing to do with being a Christian. His family is tired of feeling judged and talked down to, degraded and shamed for some of their decisions. This includes even the all the adult kids in our family. Like um, our kids, our oldest, you know, they're about to be, they're 40, 30 years old. And um, they sometimes still struggle to have the desire to interact with this guy I'm talking about. Mm, hope that gave you a picture of how long They've tolerated his behavior. Now, his kids, my wife and brother-in-law, they're in their late 40s. And this guy still behaves this way. It's incredible. We are all human first. We're all products of past baggage also. The errors in our parents' ways and all the hurts we picked up along the way did not define us. They don't define us. But again, even if we allow those things to manifest some negative behaviors today, does not, does not decide whether we're Christian or not. So you have to quit blaming Christianity, 
right? If you're not Christian and you see someone having a bad day whom you've heard is supposed to be a Christian, they have the same right to a bad day as you. They do. They really do have the same right to having the same bad day as anyone else. Truth be told, I think that most Christians are trying hard, really hard, to be those things, and it's not the rest of the world's issues, right? I think that we do. We do miss the mark. We try to become the best that we can. Being uh, um, a Christian is not always easy, right? It's not always easy, and sometimes I feel like we are treated a little unfairly because we allow our character defects to manifest our mood or change our mood from good to bad. And people, some people will automatically go towards the fact that you're a Christian and that it's not working. But we try hard. We try hard, right? Being Christian is, is, is difficult. Sadly, character defects are not the only struggles, though. Right? Not the only struggles. In the past couple of podcasts I've talked about, one of them was um, being Christian and, depress- and depression. Right? Having depression as a Christian. You can't judge that. I talked about being alcoholic and a Christian. One has nothing to do with the other. Right? One has nothing to do with the other. Can someone be Christian, be an alcoholic? I say yes. We just discussed that in the pre in the previous co- uh, podcast. Can we have mental health issues? Yes. Just went over that one previously as well. Can we have bad habits? Yes. Can we have poor people skills? <laughs> yes. Maybe you can consider yourself Christian, but somehow your interactions with people may not always present that. There are some Christians that are still in the world, in the real world, are not real easy to get along with as co-workers, as acquaintances, as friends, right? They may be a Christian, but in those other arenas, not the easiest people to get along with. But that doesn't mean you should judge their Christianity. Not at all. One has nothing to do with the other. Can we still have a tendency to be judgmental? Yes, unfortunately, Christians can still tend to be a little judgmental. But, but... Right, we're talking about Christians being judgmental, and yes, I think they can. Right, unfortunately, they can still be judgmental, but I'm not so sure that this type of person wouldn't have been judgmental regardless. Right, that's my point. Is the person judgmental because he's Christian, or does he just happen to be a Christian who's a judgmental person? Mm, food for thought. Right? Food for thought. We can still come across as ungrateful and still be Christian.
it happens, right? It, ha it happens. So all of this just means that we still are human. We're still human and dealing with stuff. All that stuff that happened to you before you decided to be a Christian. If you've not managed through healing in those areas, they will still manifest poor personality, poor characteristic, poor decisions. So you got to find some healing. I feel like young Christians have, have it harder at times. Right? They say um, someone who has been Christian for 30 or 40 years, maybe we do have it easier. And that's probably because we've just, along the way, done the healing that I'm describing. Right? I think it's just how that goes, mostly because we're, we've had more time to work through our issues. Why you see some Christians that are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, in, in most cases actually behave as what people picture Christians would behave like. They're giving overly polite, right? All those nice, generous kinds of things. But really, I think it has more to do with one's personal growth, not being Christian. By the time we're 40 and 50, we've had a lot of personal growth and some newfound wisdom. So when you're a very nice, polite, giving person and consider yourself Christian, people say, see, that guy acts like a Christian. But I think people can be nice, kind, and polite to their neighbors and not necessarily consider themselves Christian. We've just grown through our hurts. Young Christians are usually not there yet. I know some teenagers, 15, 16, 17, 18, who profess their lives to God and feel like they have become Christian, but they're still dealing with being, having been abused children, right? And their brains are not at a mature enough stage to manage through the healing and all of that stuff. So you're not going to always see young people behave like what the world thinks Christians should behave like not going to happen. But again, that comes with time, growth, and wisdom. Nothing to do with Christianity. Because you can have someone who's in their 40s and 50s who still does not behave like what people feel like a Christian should act like. Like this other gentleman I was just talking about in his mid-60s can still be a very ugly person. Right? So this theory is not always not always true. Christians go through a struggle, especially in their 20s, their 20-something-year-olds. In this day and age, I believe, people's first impression of us is that we're Looney Tunes or judgmental. We're fire and brimstone fanatics. Those things aren't always true either. And sometimes even if someone is, maybe they're perception of what a Christian should be is distorted. You following me? Not all Christians are hellfire and brimstone type, earn your way to God, to heaven type Christians. 
I personally don't feel like you can earn your way. It's not like check boxes, right? I live the best life I can. I feel like I'm saved. I feel I have strong faith. I believe I'm a Christian. But that doesn't mean that if I were to believe this way, right, hellfire and brimstone doesn't make me less, any less or any more of a Christian. I just maybe have some of the theories of it a little distorted. So you can't blame that either. Most Christians are actually still trying to figure out life just like any non-Christian is. The difference is that our foundation is Christ. We know we're not all perfect, which is why we lean on God. We know that we're not most of us. There are some people that are Christians that are very arrogant. But again, would they be an arrogant person despite being Christian? That's all I'm trying to do is point out some of those little struggles, added struggles that people see in other people's characteristics that we get as Christians really leaned on for. And it sort of compiles the the stress and the struggle and trying uh, to be a Christian. Because all of a sudden, it seems like for a lot of people in the world, not everybody, right? I don't umbrella this concept to everybody who considers don't consider themselves Christian, but it seems like the moment you become Christian, in that moment, your whole personality and look on life is supposed to change. And sure, it can. And for most, it takes time. And for a lot more time than others. Right? But if someone's an arrogant, egotistical person, and they profess themselves to be Christian, being Christian is not to blame. Christianity is not to blame. We all have errors in our ways. Right? The difference is our foundation is Christ, and I hope that that does. I pray that that makes it easier for us to be able to begin to change the error in our ways. I hope that I'm less depressed. I hope that I'm a lot less anxious. I hope that my anger is not quick to manifest. And I, those are my goals as being a Christian. Now, does that mean that that's going to be the case Every single time something happens in my life, no. No. I can still fall short too. I can still have days where I feel depressed, anxious, or angry. That doesn't make me any less Christian. And you cannot false or fault Christianity. As I said, people automatically think you're judgmental when they hear you're a Christian. That's probably because they've ran into a few judgmental people who happen to be Christian. There's this idea that when people first learn you're Christian, um, that that crosses their minds that you're going to be 
somewhat of a judgmental person. You understand why, but you wish they would understand you're not all perfect yourself. We're not. We're not perfect people. We're a work in progress too. We're a work in progress and you recognize that others are the same way. I do. None of us are perfect. You want to pray for friends. Sometimes we want to pray for friends, but it's hard to ask if you can. It's hard to ask if you could pray for them because you know that question sometimes makes people angry, sets them off. You can keep it to yourself. I do that a lot. Sometimes sitting in my office, um, I find myself praying for my coworkers and my family and my kids, my parents. Right? They don't have to know. Talking to Jesus, anyway, in my opinion, in my opinion, you know, short disclaimer, you guys that have listened to me for a while know I'm a man of faith. Um, I really hope that I don't ever come across as though I'm trying to shove it down your throat to feel the same way I do. These are just my personal beliefs and my personal experiences. Take what you can use from this podcast and leave the rest. Right? Leave the rest. All I want is to do what this podcast is about. Help create some recovery and healing in our families. There's too many hurting families in this world today. So I want to hit on every angle. Secular, faith-based, alcoholism, drugs, mental health issues. I want to touch on every angle. So... With that said, talking to Jesus about your friends is one way you show them love because prayer is very important. I feel like prayer is very important. My friends and family are always in my prayers, and most don't even know it. And I'm okay with that. They don't need to know. It would be nice for them to know, right? I think it would be nice for them to know. Um, but I also don't want it to become uncomfortable. That's another struggle for Christians. We don't want to make others feel uncomfortable. Plus, there are only a few, right? I live in, a, in, a, in the South where just about everybody prays. You know, everybody talks about that Bible belt. I'm smack dab in the middle of it. So, sort of fortunate that most everybody that lives within a four-hour radius of me. Um, most likely they're Christian anyway, or have a belief in God and have some degree of faith, right? So it's, it's not awfully bad around here, but there are some places where it is. Another struggle, inviting people to church. Yeah, that can be such a nerve-wracking thing, but, you know... You love your church community and you want people in your life to experience it. That's easy. It's like, this is a good thing. I feel good going here and I want to share that with people. Not everybody's willing to go. But it's risky because of the rejection, right? And rejection is not fun, but it's okay, right? It's okay. Sometimes I take a moment to talk about my church. I usually have this preemptive setup. I talk about it a few days and all the positives that I see 
and my church family and then ask. I don't just go from any regular Joe Blow conversation to, hey, why don't you just come to church with me? Right? There's got to be a little bit of a buildup, I think. But sometimes there's still some rejection. You see your friends and family are hurting and you just want them to find peace. I just want them to find peace like I have. I used to get hassled a little bit about it now that, you know, my wife and I started going back to church when we, our relationship, our marriage was restored. And everybody thought, well, he's just going to fake that until things smooth out. But that's not the case. That was 20 years ago. And her and I are still going strong. And we're still in church and we still facilitate a faith-based um, 12-step meeting, Celebrate Recovery. I've talked about it before. We are both very, very plugged in and active in our church. Um, and that's just where we choose to be. And I thought, you know, I told my friends that if coming back to my wife and our marriage being restored and me going back to church can bring us both some peace, love, joy, happiness, it's like you can double dunk me because I need all of that. I needed all of that in that time of my life, and I still feel like I do. But it can be easy for Christians to become skeptical because, of course, the Bible can be hard to believe. Sure, I get that. But that's where my faith comes in. Another struggle we have is when the topic of the Bible comes up. Because, you know, people will most likely bash it or that, you know, they're going to make some sort of remark, going to spark a heated debate. I don't get into those debates. If I'm talking about my faith and God and somebody gives me the, you know, side eye or, you know, like, I don't believe all that, then, then I change the subject too, because um, I'm not going to argue it. Um if something's wrong in your life, and this is one thing that you've never tried, and things continue to be wrong in your life, and it's still something that you're not willing to try, sounds like insanity to me, right? The definition of that is doing the same things over and over again, hoping for a different result. Sometimes we do have to step out of our comfort zones. One of my personal favorites, joking of course, being ridiculed for your beliefs. And I've kind of touched on that. It's not people telling you that you talk to yourself when you pray or claiming they're um, probably crazy. It's, it's them telling you that you can believe in an imaginary friend, right? You hear that too. It's not that you're persecuted for being Christian. You kind of, uh, your kind is, uh, insulted for it right we do sometimes get insulted for believing in god and having faith in christianity but it is what it is at least you're not being stoned to death that's a biblical story of apostle paul when struggles test us god calls us back to his grace mercy and strength in my opinion he calls us back from worry and anxiety to trust in him the Christian's life is not lived in an, in an abstract or uh, theoretical world, but 
the lives of real people. We are real people, people with real fears, real problems, and real issues. God uses these and his children to correct our faults and build up our faith. We have nothing to prove. My Bible says we will have trials and tribulations, and so I know that's going to happen. That means to me that despite the fact that we are a Christian, we will go through things, good and bad. The struggle is that people are um, quick to question or blame our Christianity and God. Yes, there are a lot of things that a Christian is going to go through just like anyone else in the world. It's what you see manifest in us after the fact. How we lean on God and find healing, find peace in Him that sets us apart. That is what sets us apart. That's what makes us different. We understand that things are going to happen, good and bad. We understand that we're going to fall short. And some of us still, yeah, you hear Christians say bad things, cuss words, negative things about people. They sound judgmental and condescending. Prayerfully, they're working on those things each and every day. But when there's loss, when there's divorces, when there's dangerous things happening to our kids, when you see us be strong. That is where it comes from. You hear it all the time. I know you hear it all the time. Boy, that per they're such a strong person. I don't know how they're getting through that. Such a strong person. They probably are Christian. And know that there is someone else in charge. Right? I don't know. God is good. God is good to me, even on my bad days. And I think, again, that's what sets us apart. But when you see us do negative human things or talk in negative human ways, don't blame Christianity. Don't blame Christianity. We do fall short, too. We're human. Mm, tough topic. Thank you guys for listening, and I appreciate you very much, so I do. I appreciate you all. If you're a new listener, this may have been a little bit heavy, um, and I apologize. They're not always like this, but um, I hope that you two got something out of it, and uh, be willing to share it. Um, and again, I thank you, and until the next podcast, see you guys. Be blessed, everybody.